on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Ford. Build Ford Proud. Also by Stokes. Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. Welcome to Aggie Post Game. From the all-in-one Flooring America radio booth, here's Scott Gerrard. What a game tonight here in Logan. It's over. Utah State wins 77-72 to over the previously 13th-ranked Colorado State Rams. Scott Gerrard. Hanging out with Spencer Nelson. Hey folks, this is what college athletics all about. Tell you what, it doesn't get much better than this. This place is rocking. Crowd storms the court. You got celebrate, good times going on in the background. Come on, Spencer, how much fun is this? I'll tell you what, this is, as an old guy, I know some people would laugh as an old guy. I mean, but you remember these games. Aggie fans remember these games. Aggie players remember these games. They'll talk about this game for a long time. Just how much they struggled offensively in the first half, but they found a way to get it done. Never underestimate toughness. Never underestimate the herd and the power of Spectrum Magic. Sellout crowd, 10,270. Watch this one. Your post-game show brought to you by Brandon Jensen. Give him a call right now, 435-752-4800. It's your future. Let's protect it. So not only did Utah State just beat Colorado State, but the Aggies, folks, have reeled off 13 wins in a row. After that loss on the road to Bradley, the Aggies haven't tasted an L since. And uh, Danny Sprinkle has got himself something going on right now. Yeah, I'll tell you what, talk about magic. Uh, Amazing to think 13 in a row, um, starting conference, Air Force on the road, and then coming home to Colorado State. Um, incredibly well coached team and like I said toughness experience these guys don't have any quit in them they have what it takes to win games like this it's going to be exciting to see how they continue to build on this uh, obviously I don't want to I don't want to jinx anything but a loss will come at some point yeah yeah but th- but this is evidence that when this team can compete with anyone in the conference I mean they can play with anyone and there's going to yeah. be nights where it's not going to go perfect especially on the road but this is, this is a huge, huge indicator that Utah State is a serious contender in the Mountain West Conference. Well, and let's be honest here. There's a lot of things to break down in this game, but the biggest number, and it's a situation Utah State has dealt with all season long, is free throw shooting. Utah State tonight goes 20 of 23. If they shoot their average in this game, they may lose this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To go 9 of 10 in the first half, that's the whole reason they were in it in the first half. They, they shoot their average. Things change. They're probably down by 8, 10 at halftime, and it might be a completely different second half. Instead, they're down by 4 with the Isaiah Stevens shot, and, uh, and they're feeling like we can win this basketball game. Utah State improves to 14-1 on the season. Colorado State falls to 13-2. The Aggies are now 
in uh, a situation where they continue to play a schedule that will just be tough game after tough game after tough game. They'll be back here in the Spectrum coming up on Tuesday. Then they hit the road for back-to-back -back road games against UNLV and New Mexico, which is a uh, no fun at all. But not a lot of games in this Mountain West Conference are going to be fun this yeah, year. Yeah, there's none. I mean, I don't know if you watched the Boise-San Jose State game last night. I mean, there's not a lot of pushovers. So that's why going to Air Force and getting a blowout win is such a huge deal because there's not going to be a lot of easy basketball games. You look at UNLV, the record's not great. I watched them pound oh, yeah. Creighton. Yeah, they'll, they've they'll, got, they can beat anybody. They've got some guys. And so, yeah, the schedule doesn't get any easier. But, I mean, you steal wins like these. It... it, it it makes this season really uh, the possibilities for something special. Great Osibor. And we, look, we could talk to Great after every game. Yeah. Because of what he can do out on the court. He has 20 points, 14 rebounds. I want to talk to Josh Aduje, though, and that's going to be our postgame guest because a big three in the corner, um, you know, a couple of end one opportunities on drives and buckets. He's been in and out of the starting lineup. You just couldn't be happier for a guy like that. And they needed that X-Factor guy, and he was the guy tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh came up really, really big in the second half, like you said, with the and ones, with the three-pointer. Isaac Johnson as well. I'm saying the X-Factor guy, Isaac for about three minutes, and then Josh closed it off. But for Isaac, you think about that three-pointer. He came out... <laughs> He gets determined in his mind that he's going to do something regardless. I mean, that guy was right up on him. He shot it anyway. Fortunately, he sunk it, and then he was able to go and hit the runner off the glass. But huge, huge production from the bench to give him the bump that they needed in that second half. Final in this one, Utah State gets it done, 77-72. to 72. Take a break. Come back. We'll continue on with your post-game show. Valley Office Systems, a proud partner of Utah State Athletics for 10 years. Go to valleyofficesystems.com for all your copy, print, scan, and furniture needs on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Student section still down on the court celebrating this one. Isaac Johnson just came out. He's ready to still mingle. Got a little linger longer going on out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at you pulling out phrases from your YSA days. Look at that. Linger longer. Hawaiian haystacks. Is anyone serving a Hawaiian haystack over there? I love the fact. Look at these guys. The crowd, Look at the players coming back down the tunnel. They want to celebrate with this student section. Uh, these guys came from all over the country, Spencer. And, you know, it's fascinating. Look, you know, the thing is, and we're going to talk to, uh, we're going to talk to Coach here in a moment, there's still 16 more games left to yeah. go in the conference yeah. schedule. Yeah, like th this has the feel of that Nevada game a few years ago. Uh, just that intensity when Utah State beat Jordan Caroline and that crew. It has that same vibe. That was the second to last game of the season and the last home game of the year. Here's the thing. There's a long way to go and a lot of home games and a lot of great teams to play. Um, but right now, just let it soak in and let's have some fun. Yeah, that, you got to enjoy games like this. It doesn't happen often when you have such a high, highly ranked team coming to the spectrum. I mean, talk about an atmosphere. I mean, this is why, this is exactly what Utah State coaches use to recruit players to come here. I mean, yeah. they, they showed them the videos. They said this is a unique environment. It is. It absolutely is. I was watching some college games last night on TV. Nothing, nothing close to this. I mean, it, uh, I, last night is what I'm saying. And so this is why they came and they saw it, they saw it fulfilled in saying this is exactly why I'm at Utah State. And talk about awesome.
So let's go through your list. Great Ossipur uh, with 20 points on the night tonight, 14 rebounds, three assists. Not the game-leading score in this one. That's Isaiah Stevens, who had 21 points, four rebounds, and eight assists. Uh, Isaiah Stevens, very likely your Mountain West Conference Player of the Year, and he put on a show. But great Ossipur matched him you know shot for shot in this game tonight absolutely great did what he needed to do 10 and 10 at halftime and then coming back with 20 and 14 eight of eight from the free throw line which was huge um talk about a great performance i mean three assists a really big effort i was surprised they didn't double him they switched over to that where they were taking the middle away but offensive rebounds is where great did a lot of his damage, was able to get putbacks and then also extra possessions for the Aggies. You know, you put the number at 33% of Colorado State shooting threes. That's exactly where they landed, was it 33%? Scotty, it's a simple game. It's a, it, it, it's a very simple game. It's like golf, we just, just really simple. You look at the keys to the game, honestly, and it's so funny. Points in the paint, they won that battle. Rebound, they won that battle. And then that three-point shooting was so important for them to uh, to keep Colorado State under 33%. Yeah. I, I got a little lucky with those keys. But honestly, that's exactly what I thought they had to do, and they did it. I mean, that's, that's the hard part is it's one thing to say, hey, this is what we need to do, but actually go out and do it against a great team, well done. Aggie shot 63% in the second half. Now, they were miserable shooting in the first half um, at 27%, but then to shoot 50, uh, 63% and 50% from the three-point line, four of eight, and that's the number you need to be, for about eight three-point attempts. If you make four of them, man, that's the cherry on top right there. Absolutely. That's, I mean, four of eight, that's, that's huge. They finished the game with 18. My number was I was hoping they would stand or 16, but, that, you know, close enough. Um, but that tells you the type of shots they were getting. First half, they got a number of them, but they were just missing them at yeah. the rim. Mason missed at the rim. Great missed dunk. You knew, and, and Danny said it, kept telling him, keep shooting, keep attacking, keep going. Those shots were in the paint, and they were finishing them. Mason, Josh, and, and one. Mason just being crafty and determined to finish in the paint. Those, that points in the paint is a huge number to get 40 of your 72 points in the paint. You combine that with free throws. Let's do the math on that, Scotty. 60, I mean, 60 of the 72 points in the paint if we're yeah. counting free throws there. That's, that's how Utah State is going to win basketball games. Danny Sprinkle set to join us right now. What a game tonight. Utah State gets it done 77 to 72. The Aggies have now won 13 in a row. And, Coach, uh, you know what? I know you probably have a 24-hour rule, but you need to spend at least, uh, you know, a good, a, good, a good few hours after this one enjoying we, this one. We will just like it until midnight. And okay. Like I told them, rent's due again tomorrow. It is. Like in this league, it doesn't stop. Yeah. We got a really good Wyoming team coming in. But I, I want these guys to enjoy it and this university to enjoy it. You know, because they deserve it. Like this place was rocking, man. And uh, when we finally took the lead, I think it was like 41 to 40. I mean, it gets so loud, you just can't even. I have to adjust because I'm not used, like, I'm used to being able to call plays, and the guys can't even hear you. And, uh, but it was, I mean, what a tremendous environment. And, and to beat, you know, the number 13 team in the country, and they're good. And they, they are good. And they didn't, I mean, they didn't concede anything tonight. I mean, no. they fought you like crazy. But I want to go, they, you were down 10 in the first half. Yep. And you cut it to two. You give up the Isaiah Stevens bucket, which yeah. he's just going to get buckets. I mean, this there's, great no, shot. there's yeah. just nothing you can do. But you're down four when it could have been a lot worse. Was there some vibe in that locker room like, hey, we took their blow. We didn't play. You didn't play great in the first half. And no. to only be down at four at halftime, you had to take some confidence it, from it, it was huge because I, I, sh I wrote on the board. I said, we shot 28% from the field. 
we're one of ten from three. Yep. And yep. they made they made some threes. And I was like, and we're down four to the number 13 team in the country. Are you kidding me? Like, we know we're way better than that. And, you know, we had a couple, you know, missed layups in that first half. And, and they had eight points, I think, second chance points in that first half where they got some long rebounds. They hit two threes off them. And, and you know, that's, that's stuff we got to clean up because that's the stuff that could bite you in the end. Congratulations, wow. dude. How about that, that? Was, that was awesome. I was telling Scotty. I mean, it, what a great thing for the fans, the university, the players. These are the games you remember. Honestly, there's, there's, exactly. I, it's been almost 20 years, and people still talk about, you know, beating Utah in here yeah. when they were sixth ranked, and the environment was insane, and you know, it, it, it was just such a great game, and it, just toughness. I, I honestly it, it felt was. like you guys were tough tonight. It, you gave up some stuff early. Palmer was flying around and hitting yep. balls, and. Uh, the, the, the other post guy, Cartier, was doing that as well. But you guys toughened up, and in the second half, you were the tougher team. That's got to make you feel good. It does. You know, and that's, that's what we, we talk about in practice, and we, we coach toughness. Yeah. You know, you guys have seen it. Like, it's, you know, we're not going to be soft. And teams will make shots, you know, and there's, I mean, like, you know, I thought Clifford on their team was terrific. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, he hit some threes that just kind of kept them in the game, you know, where, yeah, but him and Steve, they're just they're really good. You know, they, they got us on a couple, you know, back cuts, but that's that's why they're the number thirteen team in the country. But I thought when, when it was time to answer the bell and, and get stops and rebounds we did. When we were talking pregame and then after the conversation you mentioned we need that X factor, that guy, you yeah. know, you know what Fall Slip can do and Darius and, and, and great. Uh, Josh Aduje I thought was fantastic, that corner three and then a couple of the end ones. Huge. And then I'm not going to lie. I'll just say it. You don't have to say anything about it. Uh, with Fish, uh, he, Spencer and I were like, no, 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 yes, on that three. <laughs> hey, hey, I was too. He, 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 had, he had decided right when you called that play, he was going to shoot, shoot it. it no the matter guy, what. The guy was right here when he caught it. Yep. And he, he went one drill, and he was shooting it no matter what. He's, it's like I but, said before but, Christmas, he's got a little bit of Mississippi Bloodhound in him. No, when he, he starts, he's just going to go. He does. And – we needed both those, you know. Yeah. Uh, that was one of our, you know, sets we ran. We got him an out-of-bounds three on the backside. And, you know, Coach Aslam is the one that, you know, made the call. You know, credit to him. And that, that got Fish going. Yeah. Uh, and then, then and a couple possessions later, he Because he had other some three. struggles at the end of uh, the beginning of the first half or second half. Yeah, he did. And uh, But he's just – anytime you have a 6'11 guy that can shoot, it, it it's hard to guard. Yeah. It makes your ball screen defense different. Uh, it, it changes the whole game. And then when you have great inside, like, you know, they have to be able to guard them, and it helps us spread the floor. You you mentioned ball screen defense. It felt like in the first half that was a struggle for you guys. It, 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 guards were stringing the big man out yes. and then it, causing the mismatch. And, man, you got to give them a ton of credit. They are a smart team because they attacked the mismatch. They went high-low. I mean, just really good. Talk about the struggles with the pick and roll and then what adjustments you guys made. Yeah, you know, Stevens is so fast coming off those that, you know, we were like, hey, if you get clipped, you have to switch it. You know, and then the big has to come. And now they have, you know, a big, a big on our point guard. And we know they're going to punch in from the backside. You know, there's a couple times we were, you know, we didn't do what we were supposed to do on the game plan, and, and they yeah. got us on the high-low a couple times. But, you know, even in the second half, one time, you know, like Josh fouled him. Hey, great. Make, great. Them, make yep. them earn it. Exactly. Like, don't just give them yep. a layup. Like, hammer them, you know. And, you know, we, we adjusted. I thought our, our ball screen defense was a lot better in the second half, and, and our guards getting through those screens, too, was the key. This was an emotional, physical, hard-fought game. 
and you're going to make trips to the free throw line. The free throw line hasn't been your friend this year, but you go 20 of 23 from Huge. the line tonight. If you shoot your average, you may not win this did, game tonight. Did you fly no, Don Verlin in? Was Don here at yeah, the I Hyper? Don, yeah, we, <laughs> we brought Don into the Estes and had him show the guys free throws, and no doubt. But but that was great, and great eight for eight. I mean, awesome. those were incredible uh, moments tonight. And I think two of his were, were front ends, you know, they were one-on-one, yeah, 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 where if he misses those, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a momentum swing, and so – and I thought, you know, like we like we shot well. I don't know what they shot. You know, I thought at the in the last eight minutes they kind of they wore down a little bit. I think they they were uncharacteristic. They missed a couple free throws. You know, thank God. Yeah, they, well, that was Scotty. He did the jinx on air. Oh, I was jinxing like crazy, Un- man. Oh yeah, I'm like, there's oh, no, no way yep. Isaiah Stevens misses the front end of a one and one. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> hey, last thing. What do you say to him in the locker room? Yeah. You know, I just told him, you know, how proud I am. You know, I, and I told him, I said, I, you know, we've been telling you, you're built for this. This, this is why you practice. This is why you lift. And I hope you guys realize how good you can be. We still have another gear that we need to put it into. But I think they showed, like, they can compete with anybody. And I also told them, enjoy it till midnight. It's only one game. Yeah. You know, like, this game in the standings means just as much as Air Force win, just as much as when we play Wyoming on Tuesday. You know, every game you got to – you got to have a growth mindset, which, you know, I think this group does. Yeah. Your reward, you get 16 more of these. Yeah, 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 that's yeah exactly, exactly right. The, the thing about it is you worry about teams. I mean, you, you see it all the time. You worry about teams peaking. I just, honestly, with you, I, 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 the way you coach them, I just don't see that happening at all. I see it continuing to get better and better. And there's going to be letdowns. There's going to be nights on yeah. the road where it's not going and, and all that kind of stuff. Setting expectations, you got to be real with that. But, but the way you coach these guys, the mental toughness that I see in Darius and some of these guys, I, I'm not worried about that. It's just a matter of this is a really tough league, yeah. and you just got to keep fighting. It's you got to get to the next play. Yeah. You got to get to the next play, and you got to keep grinding. And you know the one thing these guys know, like they're gonna get the truth. Yeah. Like there's some things that we didn't do well, and like we're gonna show them tomorrow, yeah. and we got to get better at it. Well, Coach, you got two hours and 35 minutes to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, I'll let you enjoy it so you don't miss another minute of it before you, you get back at it tomorrow. Thank Thanks, you, Coach. guys. Go Aggies. Appreciate everybody is. coming to That place is rocking. Yeah, this place was awesome. How about that? Danny Sprinkle as Utah State wins at 77-72. to 72. Josh Aduje is going to come over here and throw a headset on. We will chat with him. Uh, and, and, look, great Osborne. We could chat with him with 20 points. Mason Falsov had 18. We could chat with him. Um, it would be really easy to talk to those guys, and we'll talk to them a lot throughout the season. But I think there's these X-Factor guys that just continue to make big play after big play down the stretch. And uh, Josh, I thought, was just phenomenal as uh, he throws that headset on right now. And Josh, congratulations as uh, what a game tonight. Um, I, at Coastal Carolina, I've been to that. I, I, I've called games in that arena before. Um, there, it can get a little loud, but this was a, probably a new experience for you tonight. Oh, yeah, definitely um, a new experience for sure. I played in some loud arenas, but I think prior to, uh, prior to this, I've always been on the opposing team. Yeah. Um, it's, it's nice to have them on your side this time <laughs> around. <laughs> and Spectrum definitely did that. They rallied together today, and it was big. What... Uh I mean, nationally ranked team, you don't have an opportunity at Utah State to play against nationally ranked teams often, especially in the spectrum. I mean, it just doesn't happen where they come in here. Um, Before the game, how did that impact anything in terms of preparation or your mindset or anything? Did it at all? Um, Yeah, I mean, of course. Number 13 team in the country is an incredible opportunity um, for the team and 
you know, for, for all of us, there's eyes on this game for sure. Um, but in terms of approach and preparation, I think it was, it, it was pretty much the same. In terms of we need to execute our X's and O's, um, guard them. We obviously knowing that they're going to be a good offensive team, but just Coach Sprinkle wrote something on the board before the game and he said, um, stick to us because it's enough. Um, and we did exactly that. You're down 10. Uh, I want to say like about the eight, nine minute of the first half. Um, and then you cut it to four at halftime. Should have been two. Isaiah Stevens just, I mean, look, he's a great player. He's going to get his points. Got that bucket right before halftime. But you guys didn't play your best. You weren't shooting well. But yet you're only down four to the 13th ranked team in the country. What was the message at halftime? Because Spencer and I were talking. We felt like, hey, you know what? Considering how they were playing and how the shots just weren't falling, you almost take that as a W. You had to take some momentum from that. Exactly. Literally what you just said is, is what Coach Sprinkle started with. He came in and said, yo, look, they're shooting 40% from the field and I think it was 30% from three. We're shooting, we're one for 10 from three. Yeah, 10% and 28% from the field. Exactly. Yeah. And we're down four points. So that, that, in, that in of itself was optimistic for us because going into that half, we was just like, all right, cool. We haven't paid well, but if we turn this up and we can get some stops and ultimately we knew that we wasn't going to stop Isaiah Stevens getting his buckets but slowing him down a little bit making somebody else score and then executing offensively um, is, is exactly what we did what, what will you remember uh, about tonight what sticks out to you because honestly I, I, I played in games like this you remember them and then fans remember them and stuff but it just the immediate what do you remember about this game what, what will you remember definitely the storming on the court I kind of envisioned what it would be like um and it exceeded my expectation i didn't realize there was that many people in the student section <laughs> <laughs> you know like i looked up and there was just a wave of people coming down and then on top of that i think the chants were incredible they're so creative and the herd really they do their job this they, team this team came in as the eighth ranked team in the country in free throw shooting and they go four of 11 from the free throw line those guys deserve a lot of credit for that. Exactly, exactly. My uh, One of my good friends called me before, and he said um, uh, he was listening to a podcast, and it says Spectrum is one of the hardest places to play in, and I can agree with that. I yeah. can attest to that. I want to go through uh, the, the vibe when you hit that three, uh, which was such a big three, and then a couple of the end one opportunities on the drive and the finish when you know Colorado State's going to make a run. They're pushing to try to get back into the game, and you're answering with buckets. Just talk us through the vibe on, on what that felt like and what that meant for you as a player to be able to kind of put the exclamation point and make sure that, no, we're going to keep this at a seven, eight-point game and you're not coming back and winning this thing. It was just, I mean, that's kind of the moments you, you, you want as a basketball player. You yeah. know, you, you work for those moments. And my teammates obviously found me in those situations to be able to, to capitalize. So I, I credit them on that. Um, but, yeah, no, it's an incredible experience. Hearing the crowd scream like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what you dream about when you're shooting in the backyard as a kid, right? Exactly, yeah. like moments like that. Well, it, so how do you build on this? I mean, you got 16 more conference games. I mean, <laughs> this is awesome. But, you know, there, there's so much more to be done that right. has to be done. What, what do you take from this that's going to help you the rest of the way? Well, I think it's funny because – 
obviously we're a team who technically hasn't really lost in like two months. Yeah. Um, so you would assume the vibe in the locker room would be like somewhat of complacency. Kind of fe you feeling know? themselves. Yeah, you no, know, feeling that we don't, as players, we often look at each other and say, I can't even believe we have, we've lost one game. Yeah. You know, games where we're up by 20 points, we all go and watch film and we've still got stuff to work on. So we're obviously happy and, and trying to, we threw water on Coach Sprinkle, um, but then he goes, the rent's due tomorrow. After 12 a.m., that's it. Done yeah. Done and dusted. Good win, but we got to keep on moving he, forward. He's not going to let you relax. He's relentless. He? He's relentless. But, I mean. That, no, but that, that's that, important. That's, that's important. That, that, exactly. That's vital because you've seen so many. I've seen so many teams in my experience peak early on. That I, I, he's not going to let you guys get comfortable. It's important that your experience, Darius, has experienced leadership because younger guys can start feeling themselves a little right. more. You guys got to keep that go-to-work-every-day mentality. Yeah. I hope that it teaches you, because there's one thing to say, hey, we can play with anybody. But the other thing is when you see it take place and you experience it, you're like, hey, we can play with anybody. And, and I, I said to Danny, you guys you guys are going to lose some games in conference. Eventually you will lose a game type mm -hmm. of thing. But, but the fact of the matter is you're going to go into every game expecting to win, and especially when you get to that conference tournament, you know you can play with anyone. I mean, you hit the nail in the head. I think one of the crazy things is we came into this year not knowing how good of a team we could be. Um, and every game we, like, surprise ourselves where it's like, oh, okay, we can actually play with these guys. And then we go back and film and our coaches are chewing us out about this <laughs> defensive rotation that we missed. And so it's like there's so much growth. For, we haven't played a perfect game yet. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're still finding ways to win. In his sport. mind, you won't, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I think the, the, day, the day that he says we play a perfect game will be the day he retires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hey, we're going to let you because, again, you only have two and a half hours to enjoy it, according to Danny Sprinkle. So exactly. we'll uh, 37 already. Yeah, we'll, we'll shut up and let you go do your thing, man. Congratulations. Okay. Fun much. atmosphere tonight. And uh, let's pack this place on uh, Tuesday and uh, do it again against Wyoming, all right? There he is, Josh Aduje right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Those conversations brought to you by Sports Academy and Racket Club, your club, your results, your life. We'll take one final break and then wrap this thing up. What a fun atmosphere tonight as Utah State gets it done. Final in this one, 77-72. That's all the scoring summary you need, and it's all brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, growing responsibly in Utah for 25 years. For more information, go to utahporkproducers.org. Spencer and I will put a nice little tidy bow on this when we come back on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. Back. Utah State with the uh, with the big win over Colorado State. Scotty G and Spencer Nelson about to put a bow on it. I'm going to have Scotty. Scotty's talking with our local congressman, Blake hey, Moore, right now. When Blake, when Blake Moore wants to talk college football, we're talking college football. Know, we're not I, talking Jordan Love. We're talking Jordan Love. You're talking Jordan Love. Um, that was a great job. J Jordan Love versus Jaron Hall. Like to see what Aggies, what the Aggies did against that one. But Jaron Hall's a good dude, really. He good is dude. a good dude. But uh, yeah, I would say that was a little one-sided there for sure. That was good. Uh, yeah, it was good to have the congressman in the house, and uh, maybe you brought us some luck tonight, Blake, because we got the win against the 13th-ranked team. Good job, buddy. Hey, I'm here for the Aggies. He is. He well, is. What a game tonight, man. That was fun. Uh, Utah State now has won 
13 games in a row, now 14-1 and one on the season. And you're right. Look, they're going to lose a game somewhere along the line. But uh, tell you what, when you stack these wins, you, you get that resume starting cooking, and uh, a, a selection committee is going to pay attention to that come March. Scotty, you're the only person who I knew drove to Wendover and put money down on 14-1 <laughs> and one for the first, uh, for the first uh, 15 games of the season. Amazing. Amazing that you did that in your uh, – in your Enter Volkswagen Jetta. Entertainment purposes only, folks. Entertainment purposes. Hey, uh, a lot of people to choose from. Everlight Solar Player of the Game. Who do you want to go with tonight? Man, I mean, there's great. There's there's Mason. There's Fish. There's Josh. I, uh, I'm i going to defer to you, Scotty. You you decide on that. Well, one. when somebody goes for 20 and 14, Let's you kind of have him. to give it to them. That's, yeah. uh, and, and that makes it sound like I'm doing it begrudgingly, but he went out and earned it. Great Osborne tonight, your Everlight Solar Player of the Game. Your uh, post-game show brought to you by Farm Bureau agent Brandon Jensen. Call him, celebrate, 435-752-4800. It's your future. Let's protect it. All right, so here's your schedule. Monday, I want you at the coach's show. Come on, celebrate this thing. Go on down to Ruby's Pizzeria and Grill. Hang out with us. Free coach, appetizers. Free appetizers. Come on. Stop by, interact with Coach. Let's celebrate this thing. And then on Tuesday, you got Wyoming. And then the Aggies will hit the road for two monumental road games against UNLV and New Mexico on Saturday and next Tuesday. But enjoy this one, folks. It was a fun one. Ajay Salveson keeping us on the air. Alex Napoli back in studio for... Spencer Nelson, El Presidente, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Dude, Scott, you're the man. Great night. Look forward to Tuesday. We'll do it again next week. It's uh, wrapping this one. Utah State knocks off the 13th-ranked team in the country, Colorado State, 77-72. And you heard it all on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield. On the Aggie Sports Network, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Rubies, home of the Aggie Coaches Show, SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged, America First Credit Union, reach your financial goals faster, Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, Beaver Mountain, come ski the beam, Smith's, proud partner of Utah State Athletics, Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. For 150 years of helping you succeed, Zions Bank is for you. Stokes. Stokes Trucking. Doing the right thing since 1979. And by Ford. Build Ford proud. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation on the Aggie Sports Network.